Welcome to the party. Come to the table and have fun talking what it is to be a human animal. We focus first on physical health. Give yourself a strong foundation to better dig into the psychology and comedy of life. After we've tackled the vital parts of living, we can pursue other facets of a healthful life. Cultural reflections of our humanity like movies, television, and everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. This is Better Health in the World. <laughs> I am Matthew Grogamo Jr. at Matthew J. Better, a credentialed writer and certified personal trainer who spent years honing the easiest way to live right in spite of the many things in our way. The drive-through, the logjam schedule, or the ultimate saboteur, the human brain. Gathered as usual by fellow health enthusiasts. We got two of them tonight for the first time in a couple of times. Joe Newbauer at Joe News MMA. How we living, everybody? And Gabrielle Timbowen at Gabby underscore T. What up, guys? Welcome back, dear. Thank you. Hear them and me also on our sister production. Better Fight Cast for your tightest coverage of UFC and all things mixed martial arts. For rookie fans and new season vets of the sport, get that and this on iTunes or SoundCloud to hear us break down the purest, bestest sport you can follow. Now, let us dig into the purest, bestest, everything else that we want to. We'll get into some healthy living easy, where we talk about streamlining, living right in these busy, crazy times, landscape we've created for ourselves so no more pacifiers subtitled don't be pavlov's dog where we talk about the little habits of every day especially the ones that involve pacifier like activity like cigarettes or sipping coffee or smoking whatever or in my case it's mostly toothpicks and decaf coffee and some trainer training you know, some health tips and all that. And I got some interesting little personal anecdotes from, from the week. You know, birthday dinner, and I had an impromptu road trip past Gettysburg in the sporadic rain late at night, which was interesting and fun and engaging. And there's a little football mixed in, so that was cool too. But first, I got something else I haven't had in a while, an article. And I'm always fascinated with the one of the one of the things from the very from the very jump of this little vehicle we got here was the link between the physical and the mental, especially depression. That's what got me on my health kick in the very first spot was having a good mood and energy level to try to conquer life as much as possible every second of every day. So, got a headline that jumped out to me. I think this first. I think this was emailed to me. I signed up for a bunch of random mailings, and I don't I check them sporadically too. But this one I managed to catch. I managed to check it out from Medline Plus, U.S. National Library of Medicine. Headlined: Moving just one hour a week may curb depression risk. It's from the third of October, as of this recording, a week ago. This was published in the. American Journal of Psychiatry on that day. Reprinted here, thanks to the government. We love you guys for some stuff. So, people who engage in just an hour of exercise per week, regardless of intensity level, face a 44% lower risk for developing depression over the course of a decade than those who never exercise at all. 
And I guess this is just yeah, authored by the by the people. This is study that one you forwarded author, to me, right? That I read. Yep. Study author Samuel Harvey, associate professor at the School of Psychiatry at the University of New South Wales in Sydney, Australia. The finding comes from a fresh analysis of a Norwegian survey that tracked exercise habits along with depression and anxiety risk among nearly 34,000 adults. The key finding from the study is that doing even a small amount of regular exercise seems to protect adults against future depression, said Harvey. One, two hours a week is the best benefit for depression from physical activity. Of course, there are many, many other benefits to doing more than one to two hours a week. Also, didn't really seem to do anything for anxiety, which is interesting, because you think that the physical, maybe you need to I always thought that came hand in hand. Well, maybe maybe one to two hours a week isn't enough. Maybe that's the deal there, because I I would think, I, I don't see how it couldn't. If someone's got anxiety, but then they burn off so much energy, but just they're just gonna nap. It well, seems like your, they would just naturally be able to wear themselves out and go to sleep a little. If bit I could ask, what's your least. definition of anxiety? I don't know. I bet they they have some kind of a clinical threshold for this study. Because to me, so, I always felt like anxiety was something kind of it's it's kind of like your own personal demons, right? Like yeah. anxiety is something where you put so much stress and so much. Uh, uh, it says clinical levels of anxiety down here. Well, here this is where the thirty-four thousand number comes in, I suppose. And it is a little dated, but it shouldn't really matter. But I mean, we can get into the pitfalls of this kind of this kind of thing, maybe you know, from our perspective at least, just their average consumer. Mm-hmm. The original survey was launched between 1984 and 1986. In that time frame, participants who are about 45 years old on average underwent physical exams and filled out lifestyle and medical questionnaires. Mental health assessments were also completed. The Norwegian pollsters conducted a follow-up survey between 95 and 97 among roughly two-thirds of the original participants. About 7% of those tracked through 97 had developed depression, while about 9% had developed clinical levels of anxiety, the finding shows. I'm not sure how that adds up to these results, to be honest with you. Does that make sense to you guys? How that how A leads to B with what they're saying right here. Well, what I got from it was, I just pretty much got the gist of it. Pretty much one, like for any couch potato out there, anybody that wants to be a professional couch potato, mm-hmm. they're saying you just need one hour of exercise a week, out of a whole week, all seven days, just one hour. Whether it's running, walking, whatever, you just need to break a sweat pretty much once a week, and even if you raised it to two hours or two plus hours say you pick up a workout habit of working two three days a week it doesn't make a difference your depression will stay the same like it will still be fixed it doesn't matter whether or not i think this might kind of explain the numbers so again they said seven percent of those tracked through 97 had developed depression and further down here they say the study authors calculated that roughly 12 percent of the depression cases might have been prevented if those who had been become depressed had previously routinely engaged in one hour of low intensity activity a week. So I guess the so some of the so some of these people not not necessarily all of these people exercised more. And 
the, their stats add up. They didn't exactly, they didn't say this many people exercise and this many people didn't, or of, of those 7%, they didn't exert any activity. So the, the findings aren't exact, it's not, their, their numbers aren't broken down here as clearly as they could be unless I'm just like stubbornly mm-hmm. missing something here, I don't know. But one other thing, I still buy it, you know. Yeah, I'm I just sold. <laughs> one hour to two hour a week, good for your good for your brain. Good but I also need food. to know what their eating habits were. Yeah, As well. I mean, I that guess I guess all things being equal, I mean, in theory, if you're sampling thirty four thousand people, all of the other factors would sort of even out, especially if it is mm-hmm. limited to an age bracket because mm-hmm. it's all forty five year olds. It's all pretty much people within the same geographical location. It's not all random people all over the world. So it's pretty comprehensive. Uh, you know, it's hard to, you know, we'll just get into some more of the other pitfalls like I teased earlier. Another thing is, I mean, it's all the, these studies where it's a bunch of things compiled and how much of this is subjective because it's mental health questionnaires and how much of it is filled out by them or their mental health professionals helping them fill that out. Mm-hmm. And it's coupled with it's coupled with medical exams. So there's some medical stuff in there where you only talk about clinical levels of anxiety. So... Mm-hmm. There is some science to it. I don't understand enough of it from this article. The the conspiracy theorists could say that you know you're looking for a, a a conclusion, and scientists with a bias could find it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> but exercise is good for depression. I think yeah. if you add up enough anecdotal evidence to that, then it is it is the case. Yeah, I definitely, I think I agree with that. Because I always feel like when I go a little while without working out, I'm kind of in a funk. And then once mm-hmm. I, like, I've been trying to, I haven't been consistent yet. I've been getting a little bit better. I've worked, I've run on the treadmill a couple times. But I never used to really run on treadmills. I couldn't really get in, a, like, a good zone to really run. But lately I have been able to, and I feel like it really has, like, released stress. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to just kind of just, taken i usually run for probably up like 35 minutes or so and it That's does good. i do feel like it um it does help me kind of clear my mind oh, yeah. like three days a week five i was days a week. i was doing it. i mean i did it a couple times past couple weeks or so so probably like two or three times a week so far That's pretty good is what I, i'm trying to just do change up my workouts to try to like keep from getting bored yeah yeah keep from getting and, bored and vary up your workout also has good yeah i like effects the, for your body too yeah Trying to do like some cardio and then also just a little bit of like strength stuff and mm-hmm. like a little bit of like yoga to stretch everything out and everything and Pilates and all that kind of stuff. So trying to switch it up a little bit, but I do feel like when I do go on those periods where I'm not working out for like a couple weeks or so, you know, I'm busy and everything, I do feel like not, I, I just feel like I'm in a funk. Like I need, mm-hmm. like I think you sometimes you need that to be able to just feel I'm, better about yourself and also just release, you know, extra stress and everything as well. I think I'm finally at a point where I won't have those couple week breaks from exercising anymore. Mm-hmm. It's pretty it's pretty pretty consistent. Yeah. Finally, it's you know, the lifestyle is becoming the lifestyle that mm-hmm. I wanted it to be. It feels good. It does feel nice. I try yeah. to start my day with it. Uh, you talked about feeling like depressed and I didn't or just feeling like down or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I definitely I didn't feel down or depressed necessarily but I felt kind of sluggish mm-hmm. and like, I guess mentally wary in a way after yeah. my birthday dinner, 
because I, I indulged in some things that I wouldn't normally have. And Food, I think, I was, causes a lot was, of depression. I was like, yeah. I was ready to go to sleep, like, right there. Like, I hadn't felt that in a long time, because I've been so careful about eating clean and mm-hmm. not eating any processed foods. Yeah. I haven't really been eating out and everything, and if I do eat out, I'm usually much more careful than I was mm-hmm. that day. I didn't go, I didn't go too far off the rails. It wasn't too out of hand, but it was way, way worse than uh, I've been used to. Yeah. And just afterwards... Now we're back at back at the the house, you know, back at my grandfather's. Um, his birthday was the day after mine, so it was a joint birthday dinner, big deal. And just we're all sitting around the table out back on the porch. Just everybody's trying to make make conversation, making small talk, and everything. And I I just for a second there, I felt like I I can definitely pass out. I could just close my eyes and I could pass out. And I knew it was from all that food, from all that. Just, <laughs> Just I usually try to be very careful of sugar and the kind of carbs mm-hmm. that I take in and everything, and I wasn't as much then. It was nice. Though. It yeah. was good. I mean, I was, <laughs> we were we were both Italian. It was birthday dinner. Had some pasta. Sure, it was delicious. Wanted to eat some bread with the pasta. <laughs> Something that I usually 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 wouldn't do. Yeah. But uh, it was nice. It was good, and it feels good to be back on the up and up. Mm-hmm. And I feel my my body running efficiently. Mm-hmm. Well oiled machine. <laughs> it's coconut oil and olive oil and yeah. grass-fed butter. Those are the, those are the, the oils. We've been, I think we've done, slowly been getting better on our eating habits. I've been trying to, every day when I wake up, make a fresh um, breakfast with eggs. Nice. And like some veg- maybe some vegetables. But definitely, definitely, I mean, I've tried different varieties of eggs. We've done like just boiled eggs. Like I made like a health, like a leaner version of like an egg salad. I've made like omelets. I've made um, scrambled eggs. Just all different versions. And I'd always try to make a, mix a little bit of vegetables as well. But I've been trying to every morning start with like a good breakfast. And I've been doing pretty good, I think. Getting up every day and making that breakfast fresh. And I've been also been trying to drink lots of extra water they said it is good to get up and have like one or two i think joe said one or two glasses of water right? no this is actually what i've been doing even before the food before the food and drinking the water. i do it a little different um we had a, another this also kind of relates with the depression uh you don't drink enough water will make you depressed mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. if you feel dehydrated it just it brings your whole body down mm-hmm. Um, so I've been really watching my hydration levels lately and really trying to knock out as we looked up on this podcast, Better Mm -hmm. Health and World, I think, I want to say about two weeks ago, takes two liters of water a day that a human is supposed to have. I believe two liters for a man and a liter and a half for a girl. I'd have to look redo it, but I know two liters was the magic number. Something like that. I mean, there's a lot of everybody's got an individual, you know, set of needs and everything. Mm -hmm. How much water you need to drink is... So much more than probably people think. Because I remember when I was uh, pregnant with um, my daughter, my second pregnancy, I, my, um, it was like my water, like my fluid was low, like, you know, in the, you know, with, around Kayla, my daughter. And so they said I had to drink extra water to like compensate. And it was so much water. Like, and there was, that was like not even that much more than what you're supposed to drink. And it was like, you don't, oh, people, you no, nobody drinks, I bet there's not many people that drink the amount of water that they're actually supposed to drink. Like, I don't think it's at, like, a dangerous level or anything, but, like, the amount of water you're supposed to drink a day is a well, lot. it's dangerous because they're drinking soda and fruit juice and Yeah, and yeah, exactly. that stuff. But, yeah, uh, but they said, I, I started doing a study, you're supposed to wake up and drink two 16-ounce glasses of water mm-hmm. I try to put in the morning in before you do too. anything. 
I always try to put lemon in water as well. That's oh, before yeah. you do anything. They said you won't even need coffee anymore if you do that because it'll just give you a natural energy. And I think through the sleeping, if you sleep seven, eight, nine hours at night, you pretty much dehydrate a little bit because you went that whole time without water. Yeah, mm-hmm. sleep is huge. Yeah. Um, but since we have been eating, for the most part, better, we've also been doing pretty good of not as uh, eating late at night as well. And if we do, That's we eat huge. something very light. Nice. Very light or homemade. We're trying. We're trying. We, do, we haven't I've been, been perfect. No, we haven't. Not going to be perfect, but we're, we've been doing pretty good. But I have noticed, because I, since I have, for the most part, been eating healthier throughout my day, um, that when I do, you know, every once in a while I have to, like today we were out at the store and we go in and Costco, Kayla was hungry, so she had a hot dog. And I had, like, just a couple bites of the hot dog. Mostly she ate it, but, like, even those couple bites, I'm like, ugh. Yeah. It just felt like, yeah. eh. Like, you could just tell. Like, I, I've been able to notice that. I feel better when I'm eating better. Like, I feel lighter. And then it's like when I do cave sometimes and go eat, get that fast food. Or, or like, we go over to dinner at somebody else's house, which they're not, you know, they don't always have the healthy, healthy you know, food. Yeah, it's night with stuffed shells and garlic bread. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. it's filled with cheese in the inside. But I, I, <laughs> I tried to bread. keep the portion control down. Yeah, yeah. at least. Every once we did know, at least keep once the portion a week control or whatever. Down, yeah. You got family dinners and stuff. Yeah, you, you don't want to, like I said, you, you don't want to be that, be that one person. Hey, <laughs> I have to eat this. Do you have any olive oil? How many no, calories is not this? vegetable oil, <laughs> olive oil. Do you have olive oil? <laughs> yeah, dinner was dinner was six thirty, and I haven't ate anything since. And I'm gonna today since I did eat not so great of a dinner. I'm gonna try to keep it that way through the night. That's it. Yeah, Cut myself it's off. good to balance yourself out that yeah. way. Also. I've had another sixteen ounces of water at least, mm-hmm. and I plan on drinking another sixteen hours yeah, by I've the time been I go to bed. Real careful in similar ways to make up for birthday birthday you know shenanigans mm-hmm. and hijinks and everything i mean i prepared for it ahead of time a little much a little bit too i barely ate anything earlier in the day i worked out thoroughly that morning and the day before the day before was actually my first day back in a proper gym in a while uh you know all my workouts have been at home lately i been so busy but I'm, but there's just things you know, i'll get back to, i'll get on that later but um i had my bad things in the middle of the day for my birthday dinner and like I said, it was a little more than a cheat meal, than an instant cheat meal, but it didn't derail me too much. But be wary if you are having your indulgences in the middle of the day, because then you have the rest of the day afterwards to try to battle your temptations. Because once you've broken the seal, it can be hard to like, all right, I'm going to eat healthy for the rest of the day. I guess you're kind of going through that right now. At least yours was like dinner. Mine was a late, lin- a, a late uh, liner, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then the rest of the day, I'm like, well, it's my birthday, and I don't want to, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go back to raw broccoli or whatever. <laughs> like, I, I want to, I want to, I want more pasta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I ordered a small amount and ate it all there, and didn't plan on having any leftovers. But then when they told them that it was both of our birthdays, they gave us giant doorstop size slabs of super delicious cheesecake, and I know it's super Ooh, delicious because I ended up eating some of it later. I, love I was like, this cheesecake was claimed in the name of me. So I took like a fork and I was like, all right, just one forkful. And I like, but this took is like, it's like a three story <laughs> cheesecake. So one forkful. Well, not, like not literally three story. A but regular it was, piece of cheesecake. It was, it was, it was ample. It was ample. And it was the crust. Ah, it was, but if you have this one, this occasional, you know, maybe oversized bite, but the one bite that really counts and you get the thing. I'd rather have that one good bite than have like the bite and like nibble at it. Like, nah, 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 nah. Like make it make it last. I just you know one or two one or two experiences 
So, as I said, it was more than just a cheat meal because it kind of, like, petered out into the night <laughs> until I finally fell cheat asleep. Day. Yeah, it was not too bad. Not too bad. You know, I'm still, you know, I haven't, I haven't, I don't weigh more than I did last week. I might even weigh less than I did a week ago. I'm not sure. I'm not paying too much attention to it. I'm trying to not really obsess. You know, I, I, I obsess more about the thought of getting on the scale, as I've said before, to try to make the long-term plan something that gives immediate gratification instead of eating this thing i picture myself on the scale and being happy that i have stayed the same or decreased my weight because i'm trying to you know my main goal i'm trying to i'm, I'm focusing more on flattening out the stomach before i worry about building my muscle up any, anymore i'm doing a little bit of both and you can you know you can you just have to you know, strike that balance strike that cord diet's huge processed foods or big bowls of pasta or big slabs of cheesecake helps hmm. but you know once in a while you gotta do what you gotta do once in a oh, while yeah. and at the next birthday dinner it won't be my birthday so it'll be a lot, a lot easier for me to just kind of fade in the background like nice cheesecake <laughs> <I hope it's> <laughs> for you in your mouth and not mine <laughs> I think cheating every once in a while is okay for a little bit of balance yeah, in keep your, your sanity, life yeah yeah. Mm. yeah keep your sanity and uh the only problem with me when I cheat every once in a while, it turns into a whole weekend affair. <laughs> and I really think my schedule's some of it, and I, I don't like to use my schedule as a crutch or an excuse because I can't use it as one because I, I can do it. Well, I close but, tonight, so I gotta get closer food because yeah, <laughs> I don't close for a week. <laughs> it's really the timing we get off. And yeah. If you didn't prepare yourself, it's like you set yourself up in your own yeah. mouth. Well, if our... you know, all right, my midnight snack is going to be roasted vegetables, and they'll have uh, fresh thyme on them, so I know yeah, they're going to mm. be dope. I saw that in the back of your fridge when I put my food in there because I bring my own food everywhere mm. I go so that I don't have to answer to the closer food, and I didn't even eat any of my food today throughout the shift. I ended up not being there. Uh, you know, I got out of there earlier than I planned, than, than I had originally been scheduled to. I was even assigned a trainee, so I was supposed to get free food. I let the trainee have all of it, and I just I I was out that door like like I was like a ninja turtle through a smoke grenade and just go go. The only thing that was left to me there was a trail of Roadrunner style dust behind me <laughs> out the door to the parking lot. I was gone, and because uh, I still had plenty of my own food, also, so I didn't want to you know oh, I'm gonna cut this steak in half and uh, you know what I don't want any of this. Let's sit here and talk Actually, about I'll just take a small handful of blooming onion. No, give me half the blooming onion. You know what I trained? Give me fifty-one percent of the blooming onion. <laughs> no, take it all. Throw it in the trash. Nobody gets any of it. Yeah, we this I uh, actually cooked dinner the other night, which is. Rarity for me. I mean, I cook for the children, but as far as like, but as far as like me and Joe, Joe is the prime, the primary cook of the household. So he spent the whole day um, while he was at work texting me, "What's for dinner? What are we having for dinner? What's for dinner? I guess I'm gonna order closer food because you haven't told me what's for dinner." But I was trying to surprise him, so I did actually go to the store. I was looking up. I was trying to find a recipe. I actually made homemade uh turkey burgers um oh nice and uh they actually i'm gonna make that tomorrow turned out pretty good joe actually was impressed i need to look up the exact definition of we she did cook the turkey burgers in an air fryer okay no there's no grease involved it's just hot air I, I'm not sure if I... I think I've tried to find a definitive answer on that, and it seems like it should be fine, but I can't... 
I don't know for sure yet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I hope it's fine because I eat it all the time. <laughs> the air fryer has changed my life. I love deep fried food. But I'm not the biggest fan of deep fried food that's enlarged sometimes if it's cooked very greasy. I mean, it seems like if there's no chemical that's being injected into it, it's just pure it the meat. It should be fine. Yeah. I almost feel like it's a crispy way of microwaving. Yeah. yeah. I genuinely do. I feel like it's, it's like a new glorified microwave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I made that. Um, but it, it, it crispens everything. It, it, it's delicious. Mm-hmm. It, it makes things very well, just like a deep fryer. How expensive was it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. And we've been trying to make, um, we're trying to utilize it more where we can, because that's something that we know we can use. It it works really well and that we can um, possibly like make our own recipes and like healthier versions of the fried food that we might get at a restaurant as well. Well, another thing would be is if I could find out the definitive answer, if it's good for you or not, is like homemade French fries. If I'm taking actual potatoes not mm-hmm. ones you buy from the store that are already in a bag. Yeah. Because they're like already an pre-fried. an potato that you slice up? An actual uh, homemade and french fry. fry it. Yeah. Well, the one thing with potatoes is if you are eating potatoes, they, I mean, they, potatoes still have a high, high sugar content. Mm-hmm. So you still can only eat so many of them. Mm-hmm. But air frying potatoes, I imagine it's got to be not... Much worse than just eating potato. I've read up something before. I don't know how reliable the source. I mean, was, potatoes though, do have a lot of vitamins, and minerals yeah. in them, and stuff. I, I hear Nutrients. potatoes are good for you, especially sweet, especially a sweet potato. If you they made homemade sweet potato fries, possibly that that'd be probably pretty healthy. I think if you, I mean, you have to look it up, but I think I feel like because sweet potatoes like just dry are supposed to be very good for you. You know, not added like sugar and honey butter and all that kind of mm-hmm. good cinnamon and all that good stuff but just like dry it's supposed to be really good for you so i can imagine that if you're making homemade sweet potato fries at least got to be better than the alternative sweet potato fries you get like a fast food place or a restaurant a out any I'm place sure. like that where you're not getting a food label with your food they're just trying to make it as yummy and quick as and possible basically they want well. you they want, yeah quick and yummy and they want you to come back for it and so they're not, you know, it's just the taste. It's all about the taste and the experience. Yeah. So that's that's why you, so, you don't want to eat other things. Definitely something we're going to experiment with, look at more into, but I th- we're trying to do better with cooking more meals. But also eating cleaner. And eating better. Breaking habits. Eating more that's eggs. Really I've been is. eating salad, trying to eat like a salad once a day. Cut off one fast of my meals. food. No fast food, no processed food. No going to the store and grabbing any of that junk. You know, even if the homemade meal isn't the healthiest in the world, I always believe if you eat nothing but homemade meals and cook at home, you should have a healthier lifestyle. Yes. Been eating out all the time. Yeah. Than anything, because you don't know what's going in your food. It's the most important factor is when you're cooking at home, you know exactly what's going into your food Mm -hmm. if you buy everything fresh. Yeah. All right. So I mentioned... My drive. And on my way. I this this I guess this is just a lesson for like adaptation. I don't know. I was at work and I got a phone call and I had some family that was stranded at some fairgrounds over the state line a hundred minutes away. So yeah. yeah. And they had already been there for a while trying to find other people. Oh, no. To come get them. So they had, they had tried to leave three hours before they got a hold of me. So 
It was about eight o'clock at night. Yeah. In the rain, in the weather, it I was know. it was perfect in my my greasy windshield because I never I don't really notice it around here because there's enough street lights and everything where I guess the outside of the windshield and you know even when it's raining between the windshield wipers and the defrost usually I don't I don't realize it but my 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 son is a jokester trickster gangster as he calls himself or something some YouTube <laughs> phrase or whatever <laughs> He was. He used to do this every single time. I'd uh, we'd pull up somewhere and I'd get him out of the car and I open the back door just like I'm a damn butler. Like you know, the young master, ready, please. Would you like? Can you please? Please like to come out the door, sir. <laughs> um, he would always leap into the front seat to mess with me, and it was a game and it was fine. It, it, I'm not sure how long it was the every time thing. And sometimes I'd mess with him and open the door the front door and like pop back and forth and fake him out and not open the back door and stuff and yeah but he still does it every once in a while and he really just throws his body into the front seat jacking up my rear view mirror and getting his dirty little boy fingers all over the windshield <laughs> and there was just like streaks like a van gogh or pollock was just doing some crazy stuff on my windshield and you could see the weird patterns with the reflected lights coming at you if there's yeah. no streets there's no street lights Really, or barely anything, and the only thing you can see is oncoming headlights from miles away around a curve. Yeah, drive. And they, they really, it really gets magnified. So at the whole time I'm trying, and the rain is up and down, so I can't just turn the windshield wipers on and leave them. Like I got to keep adjusting the whole time because the water wouldn't work up like a good lather or slick so that the windshield wipers could go comfortably because after a second or two it would just be like that like like the, the rubber blade trying to skid across yeah. the windshield and it's you know i never thought that it's actually I would making it ever, worse ever oh it's terrible it, it sounds it sounds <laughs> awful it's weird it's it's like muzzled nails on chalkboard but it's i think it might even be worse if you're trying oh it sounds terrible it might even be worse than if you're just doing it against the plain dry windshield. Just a little bit of water might be making it even worse. I don't know. And, uh, of course, the defrost was going up and down because of the thing. So I just I just have two, 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 two just adjusting the dials. And I'm driving through, you know, I get to a point where it's hilly roads that I'm not familiar with. And I'll be following a car, a car's headlights ahead of me who seems more familiar and sort of trying to keep up with them enough and not be too close so like, all right, if a deer comes out, they'll hit it or see it or whatever, and I'll have that. There'll be my canary in the coal mine, and I'll be good to go. And instead, like with some of these hills, the car would be, you know, I wouldn't be too far away from the car. Then all of a sudden, it would just effing disappear because of the hill, and I'd just be like, oh, no. Like, I'm worried I'm going to drive on top of the car like I'm Steve McQueen. Like, oh, God. Oh, God, what's happening? Um, but I ended up making it okay, and we got back, and... Uh, they went up to they went today or yesterday I guess it would have been yesterday with a new fuel pump for the broken down car and the people that were driving up there wasn't even their car they were burning their car from another relative and they didn't know that it was having a little issue and that issue was exacerbated by 100 miles yeah and so they went up today and replaced the part right in the field uh, where, where the car broke down and drove it home their plan was to rent a dolly from like a U-Haul place because the place is so far away to get it towed by a tow truck like I don't even I can't imagine I don't know that's I don't know how that would 
a thousand dollars for Tow like a day's work yeah. i don't know how that would work for the long distance towing yeah i, I have no idea and uh if they had to use a dolly hopefully they had a really good like how-to dvd on hand or something <laughs> i don't know if they've ever towed a car on their own before so that worked out it worked <laughs> out and i had football to keep me company uh, I have a love-hate relationship with football that like we've talked about before, but, you know, it's a Sunday night game. I'd been at work. Our, our, our team, our Ravens, beat the Raiders. Shockingly, I didn't think... I know they had a backup quarterback out there and everything, but I still didn't think that we would win another game all year. I really thought it was so hopeless. Our O-line was so beat, but we hung in there. We've adapted to the low home, the, the, the beat O-line. Their, their quick releases and still... Uh, getting explosive plays so that was exciting so I was kind of starting to get back into football and even though it's not very compelling the Texans Chiefs was the night game and I didn't think that I would be able to get it on the radio and then our local radio station 105.7 the boom uh, mentioned that you, you know it'll be on AM and I was like hey, yeah it will be on AM won't it you can always find the football game on AM <laughs> and so I found it and I was listening to it on the way out but once I started to get out into mountain country or I guess hill country not really mountain country yeah uh, it was going in and out and intermittent, but so that added a third dial instead of just the defrost and the air conditioner. I got to add the radio to it because I just kept searching for the AM station that had the game, <laughs> and it was just a, it was kind of like it was kind of torture and it was kind of fun. And eventually, I did just fold and start listening to. I actually listen. I went back to the Game of Thrones book on tape. I am on the last book that's been published, book five. Uh, Winds of Winter, or that might be the name of the one that hasn't come out yet. I don't know. Don't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, and I think, you know, I think it was jumping between that and a podcast or two, maybe. I don't remember. But for a while, I was fighting because I wanted to hear that game, and I was hearing some stuff. I heard J.J. Watt get hurt. That sucks. <laughs> they heard the Texans are so beat, but they hung in there. Apparently, I think they only lost by a touchdown. Anyway, it was just it's, it, it was funny and. I don't know, maybe life-affirming or reassuring in some way that even out in Boontown, I was still getting glimpses of football because there was a different... I mean, I ran into it on four different AM stations as I was making my journey. And it, it's, it, it sucked because at some points, I would be listening to a game for like two or three minutes. So I'd be like, is this? Is this? And it'd be a baseball game. And then there was another baseball game. There were two baseball games being broadcast on the radio, too. And I was like, this is not more football should definitely be what I'm listening to right now <laughs> and uh and then when this when the interference got so bad you couldn't tell if it was a football game or if it was just like one person in a room because it was so distorted it might have just been the white noise that sounded like it could have been crowd um but the Texans and Chiefs the uh, Chiefs sound like they're pretty good I don't know what teased the gym earlier as well not too much more to say about it actually I mean we've talked about it before there is something magical about walking in at least for me and for some of us if you really like if you like working out and the worst part I think like a lot of people I think really you know if the physical activity does help your mood I it stands the reason that plenty of people would enjoy working out you know in the gym or otherwise and I think the hardest part is just fitting it into your schedule, finding the time. Mm -hmm. That's where the hell part of it comes into. Yeah. But when you're actually there, I mean, I love, I love it when I know I've got that time. It's just it's kind of zen. I don't know. It's, you know, I've, I've said it before. Where I, I always feel like I quote a, a Batman, an imaginary Batman comic, where he's beating up the mutant gang leader and they're fighting in a pit of mud, and he's just like, "You understand, boy? 
This isn't mud. This is an operating table, and I'm the surgeon. And that's kind of how I feel when I walk into the gym. I'm like, oh, I got all this stuff to do. It's nice. And yeah. Because I've also got the earbuds in, and I got the audio book or the podcast and everything. Or the music. You haven't listened to more music. I'm trying to mix it up a bit more and just a little, consume a little bit of everything. It's, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good. It's good to vary up your mental workout as well as the physical workout and the, like the thoughts, thought-provoking discussions as well as the literary tones as well as you know the the songs the uh, other cultural reflections of our humanity and all that stuff um it's nice and just having that that machinery that you just can't you can't get at home i mean you can try to do different stuff at home to make up for it i mean you i mean there's no reason you shouldn't be able to do a complete workout on whatever muscle you want at home just with the right selected pieces but it is just nice having all of that technology and the you know the them gym ellipticals those things are like butter compared to the home one. The home I want one nice, of those for home, yeah. yeah like I want a gym just, style. You just sail and you just slide. And you I brought that up push to her buttons. earlier, yeah. You just push buttons for zone training and stuff and just like, you know, do you want to feel like you're running on a European countryside? Or you just I really feel like it's the best like fat burner in the world. I love the electrical. I love it. I love my one at home, believe me. I love my it so biggest problem with working out is if I could, it's, it's definitely the number one reason is procrastination and time. Hmm. But procrastination is 50%. It's if I do have a chance or I do get a couple hours, it's the procrastination of working out. I'll think so much about it, about doing it and dread it, that I won't get it done. This is what I was talking about with like de- decluttering yourself mentally and physically. Mm-hmm. Like, how much time this is what we've talked about. We've talked about this for like the last couple of weeks. I think it keeps coming up. But like, how much we think so much about doing certain things, and then once you finally start knocking, start knocking them off the list, it's just like, what? Like, I've, I've, I've wasted so much of my energy, so much of you know what percentage of my life was spent towards this thing. And uh, you just make that stupid phone call and get it over with. Mm-hmm. You know, call the doctor and make the appointment or. Mm-hmm. Or whatever the case may be, whatever it is, pay that bill. You know, figure, find out that information. Hey, you really find out it's not as bad insurance. as you think. No, you just make, just start dialing the number and get it over mm-hmm. with. Just do it. I've been doing it. I've been crushing it because I've been, I've had other stuff that I want to do. I want to make progress, and you can't make progress if you're not caught up. So you just, you just do it. You just, I mean, it's just there's ultimately at the end of the day there aren't. You know, you do tricks to get to, but it's not a trick. You just gotta, you just gotta do it. Just do it. Swoosh. Just do it. I have taken in my first client as a certified personal trainer. Nice. It's, uh, I got a lot on my plate right now, and I'm not uh, exactly sure where that career is going to lead me. I still have, I still have some, I mean, I'm, I'm authorized, I'm, I'm leg- I, I could, but I have some more schooling that I can take advantage of to get myself better before I uh, really launch myself fully. But it's someone that it's it's family for one thing. That's that's one thing. It's a family member. Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody out there might be interested in being a future client, you can hit me up. I'm gonna put you on the short list for when I am looking for people. But right now, you know, no no exact promise of timeline. A couple months, and that could be me coming to your house, in, in some you know, th- that kind of fashion. Or you know, I might just be telling you the gym that I'm working at <laughs> and maybe you can come visit me there not exactly sure yet how that's going to develop but with my one with my one client uh just tried to take into account you know that person's lifestyle and most of our lifestyles usually our occupation will kind of illustrate muscle groups that we reuse when I took that into account and I did some postural assessments some static postural assessments and some dynamic postural assessments 
and you know took in some information and some measurements and everything and I prescribed a workout plan with the basic things that I've been talking about over and over again the movement prep the self my fascia release that's the pressure to the muscle the, you know you can find your tight muscles apply 30-45 seconds of pressure than an equal amount of rest you know two or three reps for us in the service industry it's usually our calves especially the part of our calves that tend toward that that veer, you know on the outside of our body closer to the outside of the body than it goes to the inside of the body um i hit i hit those with really dense objects because i'm on my i'm on my legs all the time even when i'm not working like i don't i don't sit down very much and you got to and that's another thing about this that uh kind of right you know you just make my biggest problem and i'm sure this is a lot of people's biggest problem you want to set yourself up for success the next day so that cool down is very important you cool down after a workout and my day i consider one big workout and right before bed yeah my legs are at their most tight and it's also the easiest time to just ignore it and go to bed because you just want to go to bed by the time you're finally at that point but don't try not to i'm gonna try not to uh, do yourself a favor because you don't want to wake up the next morning with beat legs and calves or whatever it might be, shoulder, you know, weird back muscles because you're doing other weird things or leaning forward all the time or something. Because, um, you know, I like to work out in the morning. I think the earlier in the day you work out, the better. You can get it because, you, you, you know, it, it gives you more energy throughout the day. And I just think it lasts just get, get yourself, get, you know, we talk about your mind and working out and everything. So you're in a better mindset in addition to a better physical set. Mm-hmm. And if your legs are still racked from the night before, that's rough. And if you're going to try to work out later in the day, you're still going to try to work out, work out later in the day with legs that you woke up with feeling, you know, <coughs> somewhat hindered in one way significantly. And if you're just sleeping and all that that's a time for maybe to settle in and get even worse i don't know or you know i i uh i hate playing catch up i hate playing catch up especially if i sleep in my side funny too then i beat i mean we might yeah the back the back muscles god sleeping on sleeping on your side can really be rough because uh, i mean we have repetitive muscle recruitment patterns that involve lifting surfboard sized trays and massive piles of thick porcelain and containers of liquid like so you can just have some crazy pattern of beat muscles going all the way down from your shoulder your bicep your shoulder all the way down your back you know who you knows keep going keep going on when you, when you get one muscle that's beat the it, it causes just a pattern you know they call it they call it the kinetic chain and just it, it one thing after another after another because you got other muscles compensating for muscles and those muscles are supposed to be doing different things for different movements but you got them all stuck doing this other crap like doing side jobs or like you know office workers who are stuck covering for the other guy because the other guy's lazy then their work is not getting done properly and everything's just jacked you got papers hmm. everywhere you got drunk secretaries and everything you don't want that yeah i couldn't so. do that job nah that's, no, that's another story that's another story mm. all right a little bit more pacifiers talk real quick uh, talked about it. I actually, I guess I'm getting somewhere. I was worried that uh, the toothpicks were becoming too bad a thing for me, but it's up and it's it's up and down. Sometimes I don't even think about it. It's my replacement. You know, basically to replace the nicotine, I guess. And I still don't. Know, I still can't remember the guy's name, but a friend of mine 
uh, is really into the idea from a book he read about how you're not supposed to, when you quit smoking or anything like that, you're not supposed to replace it with a thing. You're just, you're mm-hmm. supposed to go without. And I, I kind of feel that because sometimes I just, there's just too many toothpicks. Like I just, it, you know, it's not, it's not healthy. Sometimes it feels like there's still too many of them because I have the, the plastic ones with the little bristles on the end sometimes, or I'll just be shredding with the wooden ones. And then mm-hmm. I've talked about that. You get the weird gummy toothpick shrapnel all over the place and if they're like mint toothpicks I might be giving myself kind of weird artificial flavored cancer there's so many of them that I could go through if I'm of a mind but I didn't think to bring any to the table tonight I don't have any on me and even before we started recording I was like I don't have any and I was like you know what right I don't need them I don't know if maybe that's just me showing off to myself and or all of us because I knew I was actually going to talk about this or maybe I just really didn't decide it. Like, I don't want to take another minute to wait to start. Like, I just want to get it done and they're not that important. So they're fun once in a while. I don't need them. Be careful of the pacifiers. Be careful of being Pavlov's dog. You don't want to see a logo of some junk food and make it subconsciously tick that part of your brain you know that meets like physical desire and mental you know addiction or or whatever and have it you know i don't want to be controlled by outside forces any more than is absolutely necessary the weather god that kind of stuff things that happen to my family but you know images of logos on the television screen i don't want them to have sway over how i live my life and you just you know, especially things that satiate me in a negative way to unnaturally quell the fire in my belly. Like, you gotta be okay. You talk about how you're eating less at night, and that you gotta go to bed hungry, and you need to learn to appreciate going to bed hungry, because you don't need to just have, like, a rock in your belly. Like, you, you, you know, it's, leave, leave, leave a little bit there. Leave, leave a little bit on the plate. Leave a little bit on the table, or whatever it is, so that you're not, you're not just coalesced into a beanbag chair drooling. <laughs> I think we've earned ourselves some dessert, though. Do we have any? Uh, I think uh, we. I think we. I think we're good. We've moved up Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we've covered the physical and, and all that kind of stuff. Some psychological comedy of life. Do we have any cultural reflections of humanity? Any movies or television show to talk about? Same boring me. I think I'm rewatching Everybody Loves Raymond for the eighth time over. <laughs> okay, well, we were talking about this a little off air, and I was actually thinking about this earlier today. The half, the best. Well, we're doing having the conversation about the best sitcom, but I would extend it because the sitcom I think is a misleading term now because I think the half hour comedy and the sitcom belong in the same category because mm-hmm. neither has a live studio audience. It's all mm-hmm. canned laughter, so. Pretty much same form, same same show, same kind of show. Some of them are still staged, like it's the you know four camera or whatever, and some are more staged, like a you know interactive soap opera drama. I guess you could say. Actually, I guess those are staged more like a. Sitcom. I can't think also, of too many shows that are half hour. Well, I mean, no, there is some. Well, there's like Scrubs and stuff where it's not a not a sitcom. There's well, no how laughter. Long was Scrubs was Scrubs only a half hour. Well, I guess there's yeah. no. There's no. Yes, I guess it's not. Hour. It's not laughter, but the, the shows that have the fake laughter. Is I guess it's got to have the fake. It's got to have laughter from an audience to be a sitcom. Mm-hmm. But I would say that 
I don't know. I, I just I don't I don't I don't think it's a fair distinction to make when you have things like Scrubs out there that belongs in that category. Mm-hmm. And it Scrubs seems, was really. It good. seems like there's some other some other half hour comedies that I'm not thinking of right now. That well, this is a what list. about that one on Netflix? My brothers keep recommending it to me. I swear by it, The Ranch. I don't know. They say it's really funny. I don't know. Does that have? I don't have Netflix. Man? It sounds kind of familiar, but I don't know. These are some. Know. Let's see what is this. What is this? I mean, I it's a show that's easy to make fun of, but I'd say a show. I mean, we pretty much. I mean, you pretty much sold me on Everybody Loves Raymond being the best sitcom or half hour comedy because mm-hmm. I think that's. Yeah, I, I don't feel tired of watching it over. Maybe the replay value mm-hmm. is a big part of it because I think part of sitcom is the fact that syndication. Fresh Prince of Bel Air we mentioned is like a close second probably. It's uh, up there. I mean, I guess Seinfeld, it depends on your Seinfeld flavor. deserves an honorable mention, but I think it's dated and played out. Maybe I've just watched it too many times. And maybe, I think there's been maybe as the many later, bad episodes of Seinfeld as there's been good. Yeah, that's probably it too. And but I guess if we're gonna say half hour, not you know, do we have to say non non animated half hour comedy? Because then I would probably say South Park above all else. Well, here's this is a list. It's supposed to. Be, it says sitcoms, but I know some of these aren't really considered sitcoms. So I would say this this list is more of like. A, Where's the list from? Um, What's it say? Paste magazine. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's like just the first one. top of Google. Top of Google. They pay Google the most to be at the top of their list or whatever. Yeah. Who cares? That's okay. good enough for me. One hundred. So this looks like you know mostly like sitcom mix of sitcom comedies, anime comedies. Okay, so number one. Um, anybody have a guess? Uh, is it animated uh, or not? Uh, hold on, don't even tell me. Don't even tell me. I am gonna say Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm gonna say Family Guy. No, Simpsons. I was gonna say that. And that's wrong, close. by the way. That's crap. Yeah, it's <laughs> garbage. It's garbage. If we're gonna take the God, I was gonna say the Simpsons. Running a very long time. That was I'll my give first one. I think Simpsons was my first gut instinct, but Eight. I've learned to not trust my instincts by now. Number two. Just kidding. Is this of all time? Like, how old are we talking? Pretty old. Oh, so number two is pretty old. Number two is pretty old. It's a it's it's a couple decades. Couple de I mean you know decades are ten years right? Yes, I know. I know. What okay. I know what decades are, Joseph. <laughs> uh, it better not be like the Brady Bunch or something garbage like that because the Brady Bunch. Cheers. Ah, cheers. cheers. I was gonna say cheers. Cheers. I get down with some cheers. I, I support that. Is... Cheers is good. Cheers is good. Where's Seinfeld? Because Seinfeld, I thought, was number one. I was like, going to guess Seinfeld, but I, uh, but I was thinking Simpsons instead. Of, when you were saying the I wasn't really going to say cheers for you number two. I was going to say thing. Seinfeld. Number three is Seinfeld. Okay. Okay. Number four, Arrested okay. Development. I mean... What is this? The paste? <laughs> What are we doing here? I can find a better list. (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, what are we doing here? Okay, hold on. Let me see. What are you looking up? Best sitcoms ever? Okay, yeah. well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, yeah, honorable mention the Seinfeld, this, but they okay, don't make the list. Okay, this one is just voted. It's easy to make. People. It's easy to make this fun one of by people. It's easy this to make fun people. of. I'm gonna, I'm that. gonna say okay, Friends this, this is one, what I was gonna say. Not, not the, not Friends the, is a show that we missed in our conversation about best sitcom ever. They at least deserve to be brought up. It's easy to make fun of. It's kind of cheesy, you know. Six elite nerds living in. I watched Friends growing up. I watched every episode growing up, but I was not proud of. Yeah, <laughs> it's, but it's really funny if you go back and watch it. Like it's funny, it's good. I wouldn't say quality. I loved it. I, I wouldn't how say it it's ended. the best. I thought the ending of Friends was pretty good. I like how they threw the curveball that the, the couple that like you thought was going to definitely be together way earlier, and then it was shocking because it ended up they didn't. Uh, Ross and Rachel didn't end up getting together. I thought that was kind of like a great twist in the middle of their series because 
I thought it was just inevitable them two were going to get together and stay together throughout the duration. Those two were the... I actually hated that. When Friends was live and real, after a while, the Ross and Rachel thing was my least favorite part of the show. I was mm-hmm. like, can you just kill one of them? Like, I, am, <laughs> I am over this crap. I am so over it. That's why they... I mean, I think them getting together... Uh, Monica and Chandler was kind of a good call, and they didn't have any of that like on again, off again, like yeah, they, they conveyor belt romantic drama crap. Like yeah. that was a problem. Like it felt so old and so tired when they were yeah. doing with Ross Rachel. I'm like, come on, it was we've even all refreshing. Seen this, we've all seen this movie, but you're stretching it out yeah. over like three or four seasons or a whole series mm-hmm. for that matter. When they finally ignored it, and they were those two were just like, eh, like that was probably my favorite part of the show. My I mean, that's one of the things show. I actually liked about. Um, your favorite show. How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother was Marshall and Lily was pretty much together the whole time. They were. Yeah. They had like, Except what, half one, a season they weren't together? There was like, yeah, five episodes Just to make together. for something interesting and they never even ran off and like went with somebody that else. Was Jason was just, like, Siegel and uh, America and Pie And the girl, girl from America Pie with the flute, yeah. Who's um, now on uh, Penn and Alison Teller. Hannigan. Yeah, that's her name. She's a good actress. Yeah, yeah I, like I love, uh, love How I Met Your Mother. Um, this, so this new list I have up now is from Ranker.com. So okay, much better, much so better. People, it's, it's, it's better. people voted. I'll take that. Yeah, Ranker's, so, I'll, I'll go with some, I'll, I'll so pay I'm some go lip service to Ranker. what I thought the, not the first time, list. but number one, they are called I would have to go Seinfeld. Number one on the Ranker list, <sighs> Curb. Number one is Seinfeld. Oh, we're both kind of right. <laughs> <laughs> number two. I guess Curb would be the critics' top Is there list, animated probably. in this one? Yes. There is. Okay. Number two would be Simpsons. Yeah, I go with Simpsons. Friends. <laughs> number three. Number three is Simpsons. Number three is Simpsons. Okay. Just, just enough to throw you off. Man. Uh, number four is Cheers. Oh, slow down. Why can't we guess? Can okay, guess? fine. Okay, sorry. Okay, what do you think number five is? Now you put me on a spot. <laughs> Are these shows okay, that already feel well no Simpsons more, this, this show is still on. Family Guy. South Park. Big Bang Theory. Oh, okay. Makes sense. I knew it wasn't South I haven't Park, seen it. I had no but... other guess, and I want to go down swinging with my baby. Okay. Anyway, mm, I got a guess for the next one? Number six, I'm going to go with Family Guy. Uh... I'm going to go South Park again. No. That 70s show. Okay. Wow. Did I okay. mention that on air? I don't think you know we did. what. Can you at least? I was talking when I was talking what? about shows. As we're getting later into this, we'll go up to ten. Can you at least tell us if it's animated or yeah. if it's old or if yeah, it's yeah. contemporary? Okay. Uh, this one I don't know when it's from, but it's definitely older. Definitely and older. This is show. number seven. Mash. Interesting guess. I don't know if that's. I don't know if that. I guess that actually Mash did have a laugh. That's track. why I had to know older anime because I know track. Mash is up there as one of the top. And you are correct. Am wow. I correct? Okay. <laughs> that was a nice. What do you like? How the heck? Yeah, <laughs> I, I never shot Well, when you said oh, there was another old one, I think you just said, but I, I knew Mash was Here's one of the most popular sitcoms yeah. of all time. I mean, Mash is pretty epic. Okay. Number eight. It's not old. It is a few years old. It is um, not. A, it's not a cartoon. Um, but it's not on anymore. Uh, but it's 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 recent. It's That's recent. what you're, what yeah. you're looking for. Okay, recent. I'll take recent. Um, not a cartoon. Popular show. Man, Roseanne. No, more recent than that. I'm gonna go with Curb again. The Office. 
Ooh, I love The Office. I liked it. I was a fan. The Office is another... I mean, every episode that I've seen of Office is hilarious, but I never want to watch The Office because it makes me feel like I'm in an office. Yeah. Like, it really, really makes me feel like I'm in an it office. It was funny. I, I feel it. claustrophobic when I watch The Office. I really do. For this list, I should think we should go to at least 20, because I think... Okay, well, what's number nine? Okay, number nine. Um, anybody want to guess? It is a recent show, only ended a couple years ago. How I Met Your Mother. Yep. Okay. Okay. Number 10 is very, very old show. The Honeymooners? Very, very old, you said? At old as in black and white. I love oh. Lucy. The yep. Monsters. I love Lucy. I love Lucy. has got to be the most popular black and white show. I don't know many black and white shows. I remember um, the Monsters. Most of them are not number good because there wasn't very much Andy Griffith show then. was the other one. Andy Griffith show is quality. Okay, uh, number 11. Give us some hints. Give, you can give us more clues. One of Joe's favorite shows. Everybody Loves Raymond? Yes. <laughs> what was it? Number, number 10? 11. What a snub. <laughs> nah, I mean, it's it's not... I mean, it's... I mean, this is like the Oscars. The people... I mean, that's... It probably does deserve higher, but it's probably better than some of the shows if you examine them, like, episode by episode and break out some algorithms and get some scientists working on it. But it's respectable for a See, my thing about Seinfeld, I'm not as mad at it being number one because when the episodes were really good... They were really, really mm-hmm. good. They were they fantastic. Were. Some of the funniest TV you'll ever see. Yeah. It's just when they didn't hit, you were like, this is actually more annoying God, than anything. It got such a parody of itself. It was terrible. All right, go ahead, okay. Gabby. What's next? Next show um, ran from 1993 to 2004. Right there. Cartoon? Old? Not, not a cartoon. I said it ended in 2004. Oh, yeah. I didn't put that together. <laughs> Give us some more clues. I have no um, idea. Um, Kelsey Grammer was a star. Oh, oh Fraser. Fraser. Fraser was great. Uh, you shouldn't probably announce the cast. That's well, pretty... I don't know mu- when I don't know much about the show. Okay. I, then I, it's hard for me to say. Okay, this one. Um, <laughs> so the game gets interesting. <laughs> <laughs> number thirteen. Uh, this is um, this show. I'm trying to think how many years it's. It's more recent. It's probably been off for at least though i would say what was it about 10 years medical medical scrubs, scrubs. yep yeah okay this the number 14 is still on right now uh, and it's pretty popular it's won a, a lot of emmys uh, beep no a lot of emmys mm-hmm. uh, a lot of are, awards are, are, uh, a lot of emmys mm-hmm. comedy wins a lot of oh oh modern family yep Nice. I love Modern, Modern Family. Modern Family might be the it's one Modern of the, that, that might be the best half hour comedy on TV right now. Ugh, I love Modern that Family. Probably is it? That probably is. Okay, this yeah, Modern Family is super dope, and I love it because I've only seen like I've seen like a random smattering of episodes, like I like some rainy day from ever needing like the uh, Modern Family dope. Okay, this this one is a popular uh, one from I would say the nineties. This one was pretty popular. Yeah. Um. Trying to think another clue to give. Old, recent Old. cartoon. It's at the 90s. <laughs> I mean, I'm mostly I'm trying the to get Everybody can sing the theme song. The 90s were 10 years long, show. man. Did we say Friends already? We did say Friends. Wasn't yes, it like two or something or three? Everybody sings the theme song? Everybody knows the theme song. Well, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Fresh? Yeah. Was that 90s? I don't know. 90s? That was 90s, yeah. right? That Late was 80s, really 90s. 80s. 90s. Yeah. No, it was definitely 90s. It was, was definitely it? 90s. It might have started in like 88 or 89 or something, yeah, but I bet I bet the first episode was 19... It might have been 90. I'm going to go with 91. I don't know. I, I mean, I just I figured that like uh, most 90s kids like watch that show. That's yeah. what, what I usually take from it. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, because it looked '80s, but that's because it always bleeds. <laughs> it could in. be '80s. It always 80s. bleeds in. Nah, I bet '90, '91 was the first episode. Okay, this one I have no idea what kind of clue to give. It's definitely 1990 looks like... to '96. Yeah. Yep, yeah. you're right. That was only six years. It feels like 25. <laughs> um, definitely, I don't know what clues to give for this one. Uh, we'll just say some actors: Carol O'Connor. Well, what are we, uh, what are we older, talking? Old oh, show, oh, oh, not um, a cartoon. In uh, 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 God, I'm in the heat of the night. Archie Bunker. Uh, uh, what is the name of the show with Archie Bunker, man? What is the name of the show with Archie Bunker? It's All in the Family. Yes. Ding, 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 ding. Never watched it. This one is a... Yeah, I've never seen much much either. This one's a older, pretty old show as well. One of the shows... Respect, though. Respect. One of the shows I named previously, this actor was one of the main stars in that show. We already said Cheers. Did we say Cheers? Yes. Wait, um, Cheers definitely cheers, outranked. Not, cheers definitely cheers. was way oh. above Frasier. But it's a. Uh, um, yeah, I got nothing. One of the shows that's still on now. This was this was um, one of the main actors in this show. Moa. Years ago. Give me Moa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I would, that was just give us the vague. actor. Very vague. I'm sorry, Ed O'Neill. Oh, Married with Children. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. What number are we at? Seventeen. Okay, we're getting there. We're, we're almost. There. We got okay. time. We're good. Okay. We're good. Okay, this one. Yeah, that, sorry, I don't. Jason Bateman. You didn't even give us old. Old, now. older. I don't know. Older. I think you it's older. Didn't Jason Bateman. Oh, was Arrested Development the other list? Yes. It's Arrested then Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Number nineteen. <laughs> Number nineteen is a cartoon. South Park. Simpsons. South Park. Yeah, finally! Was Simpsons even on there? Yeah, it was like one or two. Number one, I think. No, on this it was one, number though? two. Seinfeld it was number was three. On this one. Okay. It was number three. Okay, finally, number 20 is also a cartoon. Family Still Guy. On. Family Guy. Word. I feel like a lot of my favorite ones were in the tens, the, like the 10, 20 range. People are dumb. It's okay. Well, there's been hundreds of sitcoms, so... Yeah, like like the top ten, other than How I Met Your Mother was number nine, like pretty much. And that these are the type of things that's all about matter of taste, and nobody's going to have the same. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to have their own view of what they think is the best compared to somebody else. It might be because of an actor or actress. You, you never know. The dynamic of the cast just related to them more than maybe something else. Mm-hmm. It, it's just the way it is. That's the way it's always been. That's why I listen to people give movie reviews. I wait. I can't just do it off of one person. I have to get it out. If of I'm bed. interested in seeing a movie, I'll pretty much go and see it. Like I don't really usually take other right. people's opinions just because everybody has such a different opinion. Like there's definitely movies where people are like, "That movie is so stupid," but I'm I I have very low standards for movies, <laughs> <laughs> especially comedies. Joe can attest to that. Like we just watched uh, Baywatch. Like, see me, recently. I'm so different. I like dark, sophisticated <laughs> comedies. I like. You know, Hangover was a great comedy. Oh, that reminds me of our weekly segment within a segment. Joe, have you seen Big Lebowski? Let's just stay on the comedy. <laughs> That's a noner. We'll just keep it running. That's good. She likes, like, scary it's movies. It's going to be four. tradition. 
or the really stupid, ridiculous spoof movie type of yeah. comedies where like the simplest things makes her laugh, and I'm just like, I just it don't does. find it funny. Oh, we watched Baywatch, and oh, I like a good comedy. I like a stupid. I, I give me do, old school. I mean, I love, of course, it can Hangover. Be stupid, but it's still that's a good comedy. Old yeah, school, Hangover, yeah. like that, Hangover that's the, is my that's don't the kind of comedy my intelligence because that stuff you're laughing like every ten seconds. Yeah, but it's Hangover good. is like my, pretty, one of my absolute favorite movies. So definitely, you know, I appreciate the really good comedies, but I also like to have those really they're, like they're, they're so stupid that they're funny I didn't the first time actually, first time I saw I it I thought was it was the weirdest most ridiculous movie I ever saw I loved it and I wouldn't be surprised if I watched it and found it not funny at all <laughs> but you can't help but laugh about the part when um, the uncle takes the brother's steak and just decides to throw it at Napoleon and get him in the face. Just completely <laughs> random for no reason. I can't remember what led up to that, but I think Napoleon came up and said something or asked a question, and the dude just, you know, Uncle Rico or whatever the dude's name was, just grabbed his ribeye and just flap, just flapped it right on his face. Like that, I mean, just random, but it still seemed... I mean, Napoleon seemed, had some pretty good dance to, moves, too, which came out of nowhere. Was nuts. That movie was nuts. But that movie was, it was like... It, it was from front to back I, I buy the vision I don't like even though there was like random stuff that happened it still was true to the movie and mm-hmm. the spirit and all the characters and the world that they existed in and I, I loved it that was a it great was movie. different and unique and that's what I, again, I appreciate stuff I, origi- I appreciate originality I appreciate substance I can't just watch some stupid goofy comedy where somebody steps on a rake it depends. It depends. I mean, I can forego if there's not too much substance in it, but if the, the jokes have to be good at least. Like, it, you got to have a good balance, so at least enough good jokes to keep me going. Uh, there's something to be said for watching a movie in a group setting or with another person that, you know, when you have that shared experience. Uh, comedies can be better than the gripping drama because that can kind of suck you in and isolate you to a point. You can have good conversation about it afterwards, but... I like a comedy. I really like stand-up comedy. I love stand-up comedy. I oh, like, I do well, I, and that's a great thing to watch with someone else. Sometimes they'll go down rabbit holes where you do actually, if you're talking and laughing, you might miss what's going on. You might have to back it up a little bit, mm-hmm. but it's usually worth it. Yeah. And, uh, comedy. I'm a fan of stand-up comedy. Yeah, I, think, I mean, stand-up comedy or comedies in general, I think that's a better thing to watch like in a group setting if you're trying to also sort of engage with the person. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's More so than sports, actually. I'd rather watch sports alone than comedies alone. Well, thanks for coming to the table. We love it when you come by. We really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet. Subscribe on iTunes or SoundCloud where you can also find the Better Fight Cast. Your tightest coverage of the UFC and all things mixed martial arts for rookie fans and new season vets of the sport. Follow Joe Newbauer at Joe MMA, Gabriel Tambello at Gabby underscore T, and me, Matt Crocomo Jr. at Matthew J. Better. It's Matthew, the letter J, Better. We love you guys and girls. Peace.